0: something great about the name of jesus it's a worthy name amen Amen. first of all uh anything you can do and say about him and give him glory and praise and uh lift him up to uh help men to come to know him uh he's worthy of it all amen one day every knee's gonna bow every knee's gonna bow amen you either bow now as for him being your savior or you'll bow one day and hear him say depart i never knew you And that will be the saddest day of your existence. Amen. So uh, as we close this year out, let's make sure that we're going to put Jesus in his proper place. And that's uh, to be first in my life. Amen. Let's stand. Uh, We want to thank God for uh, you being here. Good to have Brother uh, Andy Nisley and his dear family with us this morning. And uh, they're uh, here visiting Uh, the the in-laws. Amen. Right, Brother Andy? Amen. Getting a little time off from uh, cold weather, and he's got cold weather. Amen. Brother Andy, open our service in a word of prayer, please, sir.
1: Amen. Amen. Take your hymnal and go to page 87. 87. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 4. 1, 2, and 4. Amen. Angels, we
2: have moved.
3: Quickly before we pray for the offering, if I can have Brother Eddie and maybe um, Brother Ryan just up here just a second, I'm going to pass out. I want you to pass out these things for me before the men take the offering. This is our Phil America event um, slips and try to get these numbers. So if you just maybe do the uh, one side, the line right, one side. If you need one of these, what we're trying to keep track of is um, how many people were involved, how many tracks you handed out person to person, and uh, how many tracks you placed somewhere. And so we'll get those numbers in this week. And so I uh, hope everybody got involved. How many of you were able to pass at least one track? Maybe just one? Praise God, that's great. And uh, I know many of you uh, were able to get involved in that, and so that's just trying to get us uh, in this matter of giving out the gospel and um, uh, being aware to carry tracks with us everywhere we go and be conscious of that fact. I mean, so many times we've, we go someplace and uh, we go to reach, we don't have a track, we don't have it to give out, and trying to get us in that uh, that routine and the habit of having the gospel with us and be ready to give it out all the time so if you'll just fill that out um, how many you were able to place how many of you passed out person to person and if you forgot I mean don't fudge way over okay but put down a general number uh, that you think that you did and that'll help us and we'll get those numbers turned this week you can place it in the offering plate all right all right otherwise go ahead and place your offering in the offering plate and uh, be faithful in your tithing all right how about brother eddie leading us in prayer would you Yes, put off those things we
0: don't need in lives keep Christ first. just service now. thank you 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 Yes, thank
3: you for love and salvation. Amen.
1: 25. 25. Just remain seated. Let's think verses 1, 2, and 4.
2: of strike.
0: Well, you be praying for Miss Stephanie. She had to uh, stay home with her husband today. He's uh, not feeling well and, of course, had some surgery and uh, just needs to be there with him. And uh, that, that's her place to be this morning. Amen. But the choir did a great job and want to thing. Let's us stand. We're going to shake hands, make everybody feel right at home. Go ahead and smile. Hey, you just got a few more hours in this year, and I hope you make a new year. Amen. Hey, <laughs>
1: 619, if you need the words to, there's a something about that name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
2: There's just something about that name. i hey.
1: Why you find your seats to sing it through once more? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
2: There's just something about that name.
3: All right, we'll grab you both as you would there. Just a few announcements. And uh, if you did not get a chance to turn in one of those slips, we'll have some extra somewhere laying around here. So please uh, get that done today if you can. Leave it on the front row, on the steps, in my office somewhere. That'd be great. Uh, all the devotionals are in. And so uh, you can get a fresh start. The call of glory in. And uh, Brother Mike was passing those out. I'm sure there's some left on the table back there if you didn't get to grab one. Uh, the, the glows are in. Our um, walking in truth, that's our theme for 2024. Uh, scripture, memory, and reading plan, that's in the, in the foyer there. Uh, be sure and grab one of those. And then these devotionals, I think there's probably about maybe 18, 19, 20 left on the table back there uh, in the foyer. And so if you get a chance to grab one of those, um, I think there's a little basket out there. You can put $5 in that. $20 books, I think they, we got them for uh, half of that uh, on a special, uh, Cyber Monday special. We were able to uh, swap it up. But a great little devotional through the book of Proverbs every day uh it's got a little scripture memory section in there you can work on and of course i know we have our scripture meeting uh reading thing there but uh just another tool there uh how to uh, lead a person to christ some good information in there effective uh the effective christian daily bible reading so a lot of good information in the in the very beginning of it um but a lot of good scripture verses just on bible doctrine and so if you wanted to just learn a verse there's more than 52 verses here i think there's 60 some i counted them this morning uh, I was working on the first one, Psalm 119, 160. Thy word is true from the beginning. And uh, sorry, I remember, And every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. And uh, great, little, great little devotional, so make sure you pick up one of those for your family. And Maybe that's something you can do in family devotions or do it on your own. Uh, maybe your wife can do it in the morning, you can do it in the evening. However you want to work it out, they're available, all right? So make sure you pick up those. I have a few cards that I'd like to read. Uh, one is from Donna and the family. She said... Uh, this is from the family of Bill Atkins. We'd like to thank you for all your acts of kindness. They were greatly appreciated. Uh, it was very thoughtful of you, um, Donna and family. So continue to pray for Miss Donna and the boys and their family. And that God will continue to lead them and guide them in a, a plain path. And he will. And he'll, he'll give them strength. So you pray for them every day if you would, please. And this is a little card from, um, from Larry and Pat uh, Whitlock. It said, uh, Larry, I want to thank you and the church family for all the prayers and generosity uh, that you have shown us. We are happy that Victory Baptist Church is now our church home. And I'm glad it's my home too, aren't you? My church home too. And said, so The Lord works wonders through His uh, wonderful people like you. And thank you, Larry and Pat Whitlock. So that's a little note from them. And so continue to pray for the Whitlocks. And so for Brother Larry, he continues to uh, get better. And he looks a lot better. He's at home recovering. And uh, I told him that we were leaving him on the safety team schedule, so he had to get back in here as soon as possible. And, uh, and do his part and so now he knows and so we're covering for him while he's gone but continue to pray for them there's several sign up sheets down here one is for the couples to treat just around the corner and I hope many of you can go and so if you haven't signed up for that maybe you just haven't had time to think about it right, go ahead and sign up get ready for that I think it's $200 per couple that takes care of all of your lodging all of the expense for the meeting And um, we'll have a a good time of fellowship and get some things to help your home. And then the other um, sign-up sheet is for uh, Carrie and Rebecca's wedding. That'll be on February the 10th, Saturday, February 10th, 11 o'clock, right here at the church. And uh, and then we'll have a reception to follow at Cornerstone Church of Augusta. And so just trying to get a number, I believe, uh, by the 7th. So if you can sign up this week for that. Uh, that'd be helpful. Uh, that'd be the deadline so we can get a number uh, to get to the caterer and get, get that plan for meal. So please sign up for that. That'd be helpful. And uh, don't forget um, to look in your bulletin there. So, no service this evening. I hope you can stay afterwards uh, and enjoy the meal. Can you smell it? It's going to drift up here if you, if you can already. So, we're looking forward to that. We'll have a time of fellowship after the, uh, the morning service and then no evening service tonight. On this Saturday, the 6th, we're going to start a new bus route visitation, 10 o'clock here at the church. And uh, we're going to try to get that bus running, and um, we've already got one bus running, and, uh, and it got folks that run it, and so we're going to start another bus route, and so if you can be here at 10 o'clock to help with that, uh, we're going to kick it off on Saturday at 10 o'clock, and we'll go out, and we're going to keep you out long all day, but um, we'll spend a little time uh, passing out some bus flyers, uh, passing out gospel tracks, and so that's going to be Saturday um, here at the church at 10 o'clock, Saturday the 6th, and we will have a Deacon Trustee meeting on uh, the 7th. Is Saturday the 6th, or is Saturday... The sixth or seventh. Six. Saturdays the sixth, okay. So the seventh, deacon and trustee meeting uh, after the service in pastor's office. Uh, that'll be helpful to be at that. And then our election of officers and teachers, uh, officers and teachers meeting is on the seventh. Uh, that's next Sunday at five thirty. And then our actual election of officers and teachers on Wednesday night, the seventeenth. Work appreciation dinner on the twentieth, and so we'll have a sign-up sheet for that for you to sign up for that. That's all of our workers. Uh, any, if you do anything here in the ministry, uh, you're uh, a servant, a worker. So I want you to sign up for that. We'll get a sign-up sheet for that. We we'll be praying for our round in the valley. We'll begin that back up again, and uh, that'll be the twenty-sixth, that Friday night. But the Steve Pickett will be with us, and uh, he's a blessing. We enjoy having him. I believe he was out of the country, or he was going to be out of the country, and so I'll uh, be praying for him as he uh, comes in for the meeting, and then he'll be staying over for Sunday to celebrate our anniversary Sunday. I believe 42 years, I believe, right, Pastor? 42 years uh, Victory Baptist Church was started, and uh, boy, what an accomplishment. God's been good, hasn't he? We praise God for it. Well, Russ's uh, birthday is this week. Congratulations to him today. Rick Williams has a birthday on the 3rd, Arnold King on the 4th, and then uh, Tyler and Monica have an anniversary on the 31st. Congratulations to you guys. All right, why don't you stand with us one more time and uh, Tony's going to come lead us in another song.
1: Page
2: seven, page seven. We'll sing verses one, two, and four. All praise to him who reigns above in majesty supreme who gave his son My man, redeem. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name, be the name of the Lord. His name above all names shall stand, exalted more and more. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name name of the Lord. His name shall be the Counselor, the mighty Prince of Peace, of all earth's kingdom's conqueror whose reign shall never cease. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name, blessed be the name name of the Lord. Amen, you can be Satan.
0: Uh, Tyler and Monica, stand up. Stand up. You know, their their anniversary is on uh, today. And I just want to say one thing. I want to remind them. The coldest ever been in my life was at their wedding. Amen. But the sad part of it was uh, Tyler and me and Frankie and another pastor was there. We were freezing to death. We were outside. The the bride and her little party, they were back in a nice tent. And, and then Michelle uh, Fultz was over in a little tent playing, and uh, it was all heated. And, and I looked at Frank and I said, brother, there's something wrong with this picture. Amen? Amen. <laughs> it is, really. But I want to say, uh, it was a great evening, wasn't it? Amen. It was. They weren't cold. I was, but they weren't cold. And uh, you know, so uh, congratulations. God bless you. Give my hand this morning, Amen. Thank you, Tyler. Go ahead and give her a little kiss while you got her there, Amen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, you can tell he have been married over two two months, Amen. All right. Well, you ladies ready to sing this morning? Come on, Mr. Rachel.
4: When I asked God for salvation, I bowed my head in shame. My heart was red as crimson with sin stain. And just like He promised, He washed my sins away. Now my heart was dark as white as snow today. in the blood Cleanse me in the blood of Jesus God.
0: Him. Second John this e- this morning or this evening if you want y'all can come back this evening if you want I won't be here but y'all can come back or you can listen to, on the way of internet amen and uh, praise God boy I tell you and I am looking forward to the meal today uh, I didn't eat any breakfast so I could be real hungry amen you know y'all anybody ever, anybody else do that today amen all right praise God you know i do like breakfast though and the uh, trouble is uh, <laughs> i got up this morning and beside my coffee pot was a, a little jug and it said coffee 1 dollar per cup <laughs> if you buy one second one's free i'll tell you what i'll go broke I really will. I'll go broke. Now, I'm not going to tell you uh, which uh, granddaughter put that there, but uh, uh, you know. But uh, I, I think what they're trying to say is that you need to cut back on it. I? And I, I don't drink much of it anyway. I mean, you know, I drink one one real cup of coffee in the mornings, and then uh, the rest of it's got to be that no lead stuff, you know. And uh, you can about get used to anything. But, uh, man, I'll tell you what, I looked up at that this morning I thought, Uh, A dollar, a dollar for a cup of coffee. What are we running, McDonald's here? You know, I'm going to scratch through them, and put senior cup of coffee, 50 cents. Amen. You know, and uh, praise God for that. Amen. And then, of course, and, uh, you know, praise God that uh, he's so good to us. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful for the blessings. And I want to just say, uh, I'm praying for you this year. Uh, this year's, uh, this this coming year is going to be the greatest year that we have, amen. Why? Because uh, this uh, today and tomorrow, uh, today is here, tomorrow when it comes will be today, and so hey, uh, you're just going to have to live one day at a time and enjoy the blessings of God, amen. Now sometimes those blessings get to uh, take a lot of different forms and shapes and all that, so uh, but we thank God. I want you to look, if you will, and we're going to read just uh, a, a couple of verses here this morning, and uh, uh, that clock will be moving too fast for me. But if you will, look in Second uh, uh, John chapter 1, it says, "...the elder unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and, uh, and not I only, but also all they that have known the truth." For the truth's sake, which dwelleth uh, in us and shall be with us forever, grace be with you, mercy and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth as we have received a commandment uh, from the Father. And now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I write a new commandment unto thee, but that which uh, we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is the love, that we walk after his commandments. And this is the commandment, that as ye have walked from the beginning, so walk ye now. Uh, I want you to look back at verse number four, and we'll draw our text from here this morning. Notice it says there, it says that I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth. Now, this uh, elect lady, of course, I believe is a, a local church. Some people try to say, well, it was a particular woman in, in this church. But I, I think John's just writing to the whole church and, and saying, hey, you know what, uh, I want to uh, thank you. I'm an elder. I'm the pastor of this church. And I just, I want, I just rejoice in the fact that I hear the good news that you're walking in the truth. Now, what, is, what does it mean to walk in truth? Oh, well, I believe that it. <clears throat> the idea is accepting the truth of the Christian message and endeavoring to live and obey it. Amen? That That's walking in the truth. And, and boy, when you read this passage of Scripture, <clears throat> you get the idea... That there is, a, there is really, you know, a decision that is required here. You've got to make your mind up who you're going to follow, who you're going to walk after, who you're going to live for, and who's going to be the chief cook and bottle washer in your life, am I? Now, the fact of it is, John the Beloved says here, he said, I want you to do one thing. I want you to realize that, that as, he, as Jesus said in John 17, he said, sanctify them through thy truth Thy word is truth. When you talk about walking in truth, you're talking about walking according to the word of God. And how am I going to be set apart? How am I going to be fit for the master's use? How am I going to be able to, to uh, uh, make this year, this coming year, a successful year? It, I, I, and I got news for you. When you think of success, you think, well, boy, it's going to be, you talking about being on easy street this year. And, oh, no, 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 no. I can tell you one thing. You start walking for the Lord and you start living according to the Bible and I can tell you one thing that all hell's going to break loose on you. That's maybe not a good way to put it but that's just the truth. The devil's going to do everything he can to discourage you, to defeat you, to uh, keep you from doing what's right. And so the decision is required here of what? I'm going to walk according to the word. Why? Because the word of God is truth. But then when you think about this, your decision that you're going to have to make, and I, I want you to know something. You're going to make a decision today. Who am I going to follow? Who am I going to live for? Who's going to, who's going to give the priority in my life before you leave here? This year decision that is required, but also there's a demanding submission here. If you John tells us and Jesus says, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The world is seeking freedom today. That's the reason that our borders are being flooded as they are. Why? People are looking for a better life. They're looking for a better way and they're looking for a greater, an easier life. And, and so they think if they come to the United States, wouldn't it be great if all those people that came to the United States, whether legal or illegally, it doesn't matter. Wouldn't it be great if the majority of them got saved and gotten right with God and get, and get a burden for the people back home and go back home? You want to send them home? That's a good way to do it. Huh? You see, you and I must be submissive to the to what God wants in our life. Uh, I I want you to know a rebel has no peace. A rebel, and there's a lot of God's children today that are rebels. You say, how do you know that they're not here? Yeah. Not here. I'm not going to beat on that this morning, but I can tell you what, my dear friends, I tell you what, when I got saved, I want you to know something. I desired to be where God's people was. I desired to be in the house of God. I desired to be where the Word of God was taught. I desired to hear the preaching of the Word of God. Why? Because I knew one thing in my life, that the old life wasn't what I wanted. And because I was a new creature in Christ, then I had to submit myself to Him. Well, I see not only the decision required and the submission that is demanded, but I see that there's a, a delightful priority mentioned here by John. And that delightful priority is that I'm going to put the Word of God in my life, and I'm going to make it a daily part of my life. I'm going to follow the truth of that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. And I want you to know today, you're gonna if you really want to be happy, in Jesus, the priority that you're going to have to have for 2024 is that I'm going to walk according to the Word of God. I'm going to do what God wants. I'm going to live like God wants. It's going to be the priority of my life to really walk in truth. And so as you and I think about it today, I want to to give you some things I hope will be helpful to help you walk in truth. First of all, I want you to notice the place Truth dwells. Now, if you will, look back in verse number 2. He says, for the truth's sake. Now, where is truth? You know, old Pilate said, you know, we really can't know truth. What is truth? Is there any such thing as a truth? And he had the truth standing before him, and he didn't even realize it. Isn't that the tragedy of a, of a life as people hear and understand and, and know about the, the, the Lord Jesus Christ and then they reject him or they turn from him? I want you to know, my dear friends, truth is in Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is true. But yet I want you to know truth is in this book right here. Oh, you say, Brother Rader, I don't believe in absolute truth. Okay, so you're a humanist, right? Yeah, just call it like it is. Just, you just you're not. You, you say, well, brother Ritter, I take offense to. Well, I'm sorry about that. But the b- bottom line is that Jesus said, "My word is truth." Right. And if it's truth, then what are you going to do with the truth that you have here? He said, "For truth's sake." Why should I live right? Why should I live like a child of God? You see, the moment you trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, my friend, God took you and forgave you of all your sins, past, present, and future. He adopted you into the family of God. And boy, I'll tell you what, there is no family like the family of God. Boy, you stop and think about an adoption. If you were to adopt a child, you know what you could do? You may have five other children. You know what? But you could never get rid. You could never disown that child you adopted. That's by the law of man. But I want you to know something. We've got a heavenly Father that adopted us, forgave us of our sin, placed us into the family of God, has given us an inheritance that is really out of this world. And you know what you need to do? You need to really live up, live up to the inheritance that you have. Oh, I want you to see that here's the place where truth dwells. Now, notice that little little phrase there. He said, for the truth's sake. That's why I should live right and act right. He said, which dwelleth in us. Now the idea of that word dwelleth there means to abide or remain with you and in you. So the implication here is, is that this book is in me. Now how's this book going to get in me? Well, there's several ways it can get it. You can read it, right? You say, well, Brother Ritter, I can't read. Well, then I'm sorry, I'm sorry for that. You need to learn to read, but here's the thing of it. You know what you do? Uh, you you got a cell phone. I got on my I got on my cell phone. I got an app. It's got it's a Bible and it's an audible Bible. And when I go down to the to the gym, you know what I do? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to listen to crazy music I got in there. I can tell you that, man. I'll tell you what. If I did that, I'd be ready to kill somebody before I left there. I'm trying to get in and get out without without hurting anybody. Maybe hurting myself a little bit. But you know what I do? I put that I put that I'll put that. Uh, On my cell phone, I put my earpiece in, and you know what I do? I listen to the Word of God, and it's read. There's a lot of ways of getting the Word of God, but you say, well, Brother Rader, uh, old uh, John Jasper, the uh, black preacher, used to be down in Richmond and uh, was a slave, and John couldn't read when he first got saved but his wife could and John said and the story goes that he would have his wife read him some verses a passages of scripture and he'd go down by the river or out in the field and he'd meditate on that and he'd begin to preach the word of God and my dear friends pretty soon because of the, of the nature of the word of God he was able to learn to read the word of God and my dear friends old John Jasper who was a slave had every white man and every white person in Richmond coming to listen to him preach. Why? Because he didn't preach like the rest of that crowd did. He preached like he had something to say to somebody. He had a message and his message was Jesus Christ. Oh, I want you to know today, you and I really need to realize that the truth takes up its permanent abode in a believer's heart. And when that truth takes abode in your heart and it begins to remain in you, I'll tell you what it'll do. It'll transform your life. I'm sorry. But I, I just can't grab hold to this modern Christianity. You know, you, you come to church, you, you leave, you smell like you do before you, got, you go, you know. Uh, I mean, some people come to church smelling like a smoke factory. Some come smelling like a winery, you know. And, and I want you to know something. When the Word of God moves in and when God moves in and when Jesus moves in and the Holy Spirit of God moves in, I want you to know something. Something's going to have to give. There's going to have to be changing. Oh, the place where it dwells, it dwells in Jesus Christ because Jesus is true. The Word of God is true. And then, my dear friends, the Word of God should dwell in me and you by either reading it, memorizing it, meditating upon it, my dear friends, listening to it, and listening to it taught, listening to it being preached, and so forth. Oh, the place where the truth will dwell in is in you and me. And that's where it's going to do the most good, is that if it dwells in us. But may I say it, before it dwells in you, it's going to have to be a relationship. And that comes through admitting I'm a sinner, realizing Jesus paid my sin debt, and then receiving that gift. How can I really know I'm saved today? I hadn't planned on saying this, but... But you know, how can I really know uh, that I'm saved? Well, I want you to go back to John chapter, uh, if you will, John chapter 3 for just a moment. And and let's look at it here. Look what he says there in John chapter 3, verse 14. He said, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. And and go over, if you will, to uh, John chapter 4, verse 13, and notice what he says here. Hereby know we that we dwell in him uh, and he in us because he hath given us of his spirit. Oh, I want you to know something today. Hey, you know what? Uh, You know how you can really know that you're saved and have the assurance that you're saved? as. Hey, you know what? Do you really love the brethren? It's good. Hmm? Do you really love God's people? Now, you know, when I first got saved, boy, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I had some interesting friends. Uh, boy, I started trying to get them to come to church, trying to witness to them, share with Christ with them. And I'll tell you what, it wasn't but about a month later, I couldn't find none of them sorry rascals anywhere. Yeah. I, I'm honest about it. I mean, man, they, they left me like the plague. But you know what I found? I've found over the past 50 some years that you know what? I had a lot of people that knew me when I was uh, unsaved and before I came to Christ. But I want you to know something now. My dear friends, I've got brothers and sisters. I've got friends. Hey, I've got people that I love. I think of Ron Bixler this morning. Bless God, I wish I could help him labors and and suffers and, and pain and all that and it seems so very little I can do but I pray for him every morning I've got people that around the world I can call them Brother Lonnie Moore and other people and other preachers that I know and my dear friends if I need some help I need some counsel I need something from somebody I can get some good godly counsel from them and I want you to know something the devil will feed you a lie you know what he'll say? Well, if you get saved, you'll never have no friends. I want you to know something. My dear friends, real friends are good godly friends. So we see here this, uh, the, the fact of, of assurance. How can I really know? Well, first of all, we read the scriptures, didn't we? Well, look in first John chapter 5, if you will, in verse number, uh, number 10, if you will. Uh, or look in verse number 9. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater Well, this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. Now, what is the the witness in himself? The Holy Spirit. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar. Now, I'm not saying that God said it through John the Revelator. He said, hey, you, you don't believe? You say, well, I can't know for sure. He said, you're just calling God a liar. Look what he said, because he believeth not the record that God gave his son. I don't have to explain that to you. And look in verse 11, and this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. That's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? Then look in verse 12, he that hath the son hath life, and he that hath not the son of God hath not life. That's as but as simple as my dear friends, a five-year-old child can understand. Looking verse thirteen, these things have are written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. At uh, um, yeah, that ha, ye hath uh, that ye have know that ye have eternal life, and that he, ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. These things have a written, John said, that you that believe on the name of the Son of God may know that you have eternal life. You see. I know I'm saved because I know what the Scripture says. And if I'm going to walk in truth, I've got to settle this relationship deal once and for all. And you know the best way to do that is just, hey, say, now, Brother Raider, I know that I'm saved. Well, then that's great. Then drive a stake in the ground and every time the devil comes around trying to uh, shove you away and say, hey, you know what? You really you wouldn't act like it. You wouldn't say that. You wouldn't do this or you, you wouldn't do that if you were really truly say, Just say, well, wait a minute, devil. You know what? There's my stake right there. And I'm basing eternity on what I did with Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you what, it won't take him long to find out. ain't no fishing here in this hole. I better move on. So, today I want you to know that the place where truth dwells is in Jesus and in the Word of God, and it dwells in your heart because you have the assurance, I am a child of God. Well, let's move on here. Uh, Brother Arnold's got to go eat, and I don't want to delay him one bit this morning. Amen, Brother Arnold. Are you hungry? Okay, if you're not hungry, I'll preach another hour then. All right, let's go on. Amen. That's just what all of you wanted to hear, What not it? Amen. All right, the, the place where truth dwells. Does, does, does the truth dwell in your heart today? Do you really know Jesus as your personal Savior? But then I want you to notice the, the practice of truth. Look down in verse 4. He said, I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth. In other words, he said, I just rejoice in God that I know you're living according to the Word of God. Now, I want you just to go back a few pages to James chapter 1 for just a moment. James chapter 1. This matter of, uh, of practicing the truth here. The fact of it it is, is this. Look what James says in James chapter 1 and verse 19. He says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak, uh, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engraved word of God. The engraved Word of God. Receive with meekness the engraved Word of God. You know what engraving is, don't you? I mean, you know that. Somebody has their, their initials engraved in something, whether it's on a tombstone or whether it's, you know, maybe a, a, a plaque where somebody engraves it. It's a, it's a term of endearment. But notice he says, you receive that engraved Word, which is able to save Your souls. Oh boy. You see, by receiving what God has done and what God tells us in the Word, we can be saved. Be ye doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if you be a hearer of the Word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. In other words, he's looking in the mirror. Ah, uh, You know, oh, man, I don't look too bad, boy. You know, considering the shape I'm in, I don't look too bad. You know, that kind of deal. Some of you ladies look at yourself in the morning, oh, man, I got a lot of work to do today. <laughs> oh, my goodness, I shouldn't have said that, should I? Amen. But notice it says, "Be if if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Oh, you see, you and I need to really realize. Look what verse 25 says. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty. What is the law of liberty? The word of God. And continueth therein. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed indeed. Well, oh, you see, I think really what we need to realize uh, today is this, that the result of walking in the truth is really doing the word of God. Now go back, go back to our text. I, w- I want you to see this, if you will. Go back to our text. Notice what he says. He said, as we have received a commandment from the Father, and now I beseech the uh, lady, not as though I write or wrote a new commandment unto thee, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. You really want to know what the Word of God calls you to do. It will cause you not only to love the Lord more, it will cause you to love others more. You really want to put a measuring stick up, you know, sometimes... And I'm picking on Arnold this morning. I know he comes into church and I go like this. I'm seeing if he's moving, you know. Uh, you, you know, my granddaddy said, boy, I'm going to put a stick up to see if you move moving, you know. But you know what? Really, when you think about it, if I'm going to really grow, I'm really going to uh, be what God wants me to be, the greatest characteristic of all is love. That agape love, that unconditional love like Jesus had for us, that self-sacrificing love. Oh, I, I say to you today that the result of walking in truth is love. And my dear friends, but wait a minute, what is the effect of walking in the Word, walking in truth? Well, if you will, look down in verse number 9 what he says. He says, "...whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God." He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. You all know what the effect of, my dear friends, of of walking in truth is? It's not only that you love others... But my dear friends, you abide in the doctrine of Christ. You, you excuse me this morning. We got a lot of people saying, oh, I love Jesus and I, I'm, going, I'm a great Christian and, and all this. My dear friends, the measuring stick of being a great Christian is, am I living by the book? Good. That's, that's, the, that's the truth of it all. Oh, so this day, as we think about it, the effect of of walking in the Word is is that I'm going to abide. I'm going to continue to live by this book. But then I want you to notice the fruit of walking in the truth. Look, if you will, down in verse 12 in the latter part of it. Or verse 12, he says, "...and having many things to write unto you, I would not write with paper and ink, but I trust to come unto you and speak face to face." that our joy may be full. You really want to know, my dear, what the fruit of the, uh, of the truth of the Word of God is, is the joy of the Lord. I, I understand. Everybody has trouble. Everybody has trial. Everybody has things. But you know what? Joy isn't walking around with a smiley face on the time. But joy is something that's in the heart that nobody can take from you. And when you walk in truth, no matter what may come, no matter what may be said, there will be a joy. Why? Because I know one thing, God will never leave me. God will never forsake me. God, my dear friends, will always be closer than a brother. He'll be closer than the the greatest friend I have. And He will never leave me. And He will never forsake me in the midst of my trial. His grace will be always sufficient. So as you think about it this morning, I want you to go to John chapter 15 and I'll close here. I won't finish, I'll just close. I'll be like Dr. Curtis Hudson. I'll just put a caboose on it and pick it up again next time. Amen. John chapter 15, verse number one. Jesus saith, I am the vine and my father is the husbandman." In other words, he's the head boss. He's the chief farmer. He's the man that pays the bills. All right. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. You understand John chapter 15 is not talking about salvation, talking about bearing fruit as a child of God. And so when you think about it, it says here, every branch that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. In other words, you know what he does? He prunes it. You ever watching anybody prune a tree? Now I'm going to be real truthful about it. Don't ask me to prune a tree. The last tree I pruned was that apple tree that uh, Brother Terry and Brother Arnold cut down a few years ago. And that thing, my dear friends, it had limbs going everywhere. And one day I got real ambitious and I said, you know what, I'm going to prune that tree. And I pruned it. I got my chainsaw out. I cut, that that limb's half dead. I cut that one off. And you know what, after that, you know what, next year had fruit on it. And you know what the year after that I had? Old tree. Nothing. Never had any more fruit. Doesn't the mean they cut it down. You see, if you're going to really grow, then the the, the Lord Jesus, who is the uh, he is divine, vine, and you know what it, you know what the Father is going to do when he sees you. Uh, you know, in your life, maybe there's a, maybe you got a bad habit. You know, maybe you got you know maybe you got a foul mouth. I don't know. Maybe, you know, you, you you got something else that you know. You say, Brother Red, I know that's not pleasing to God. And, and you know what the Lord does? He'll try to prune that out, out of your life. He'll try to nip it out of your life. And sometimes, of course, we're a little hard-headed and we're a little stubborn and we're kind of like mules, you know. You know what he does? He has to keep knocking us over the head. You see, that's the reason that shepherd always carried that, that uh, stick, that uh, staff of his, Why? His sheep get out of line. It had a hook on the end of it. He would reach out and grab him and bring him back to himself and say, now don't do that again. Don't wander off again because the next time I'm going to let the bear have you. You see? And so maybe the next time he'd see him begin to wander off, he'd just reach out and tap him on the head with it. And the sheep turn around again. What did you do that for? Don't go wandering off. You see, the Lord always tries to prune our lives and tries to, to help us at, why Because look what it says in verse number 3. Now ye are clean through the word which I've spoken. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except you abide in me." I am the vine and you're the branches and he that abideth in me, I in him. And the same bringeth forth much fruit for without me ye can do nothing. I want you to know something. If you're going to really live for God then 2024, you know what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to surrender to the Lord Jesus. You're going to have to make that decision that I'm going to give him place in my life and I'm going to allow him. Why? Because somebody's always watching. Dad, your children are watching. Granddaddy, your kid, grandkids are watching. Huh? Hey, Sunday school teacher, that little boy and girl in your class is watching you. You see, you and I need to realize that. You know what I need to do? I need just to come and, uh, as Mary did. You know, you remember Martha and Mary and Lazarus. You know, Lazarus, he got all the glory. You know, he he died and Jesus resurrected him. And Martha, she was all bent out of shape because uh, she was serving Jesus and, and Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. And you know the strange thing about Mary is that every time you see her in Scripture, you know where she's at? She's at the feet of Jesus. You know what she's doing? She's learning from the Master. You and I need to realize today that by walking With Jesus. Every day. Every day. Not just on Sundays. But every day. Being fed by this book. Which is truth. By living and remaining in the presence of the Son of God. By the indwelling Holy Spirit. You know what I can do? I can make 20. Twenty-four, the best year of my life starts at salvation and one day it's going to end you know what when Jesus comes for us or we go by the way of the grave to be absent from the body is to be present to the Lord my dear friend today are you walking are you walking in truth or are you being beat by the devil Are you allowing the flesh to rule you? Are you allowing the Word of God to give you victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil? Our Father, we love you today. We thank you for all you've done. I pray that this morning that, Lord, you'll work in our hearts and lives. Help us to be like John. And Lord, say I rejoice when I see God's people walking in truth. And Lord, may you help us today as we think about 2024 to put the Word of God in its proper place. And Lord, may you just simply today speak to hearts as need be and we'll love you and we'll praise you. Thank you for what you're going to do in this invitation. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand, if you will, number 489. My dear friend, if you need to be saved, Brother Lane will be down front as a child of God today. If you need to come, hey, use this altar and get get some things settled today between you and the Master. Amen. On this first stanza. What about it today, dear friend? You got that assurance of heaven today sure your sins are forgiven you can have it by the indwelling holy spirit by trusting and believing and taking the word of god at face value Surrender. The next stanza please what are you willing to change today you're going to take off the old man put on the new man you're going to allow the Spirit of God to guide you in truth. All to thee. Amen. I want you to think about this matter. Walking in truth. Walking in truth. Am I walking like God wants me to walk? Am I trusting him? There's, there's so much that we could say this morning. Don't have time. But think about it. Now, you know, we really were so busy in December, we really didn't have a chance to have our Christmas dinner. So we're going to give you a Christmas dinner, a New Year dinner, a Valentine's dinner, and an Easter uh, breakfast, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. You know, we're going to have that today. And I want everybody to stay. Hey, there's, there's plenty there. And uh, just, uh, you know the routine, uh, just go down both sides here, go through the door, double the doors back there, and they'll lead you down the steps, and the table's right there, amen? And uh, just eat all you want, and uh, enjoy the fellowship, and uh, we're Baptists, we love fellowships, two fellows in a ship, or two people on a table, it doesn't matter, uh, whatever you want to say, but we thank God for it, amen. Brother Lane dismisses and ask the blessing on the prayer. I just a
3: lot down here, too, uh,
0: bottom. Yes.